0: It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad.
1: I, I don't know what the difference is between kosher and non-kosher stuff. I know it has to be uh, like blessed and done, and the animals have to be killed a certain way.
0: It's one of those words that I throw around, and I think I know it, and if
1: I say it with enough confidence, I, I think I can pass. I wouldn't be someone who's like... um, I need this to be kosher. Yeah. Because everything can be kosher, apparently. Everything from salt to hot dogs can so be we're kosher.
0: So we're talking specifically in terms of like foods. I can't just be How? like...
1: Well, what else is kosher? Isn't kosher a way to prepare food?
0: Yeah, no. Well, I think that's a literal meaning. But can I can I use that word uh, across different uh, situations and conversations?
1: Like doing you can, some... You can. You can. Because that's how words work, but that doesn't negate what the word means. Oh, where yeah, it comes absolutely. From. I agree. I don't know. I have S- no clue. of where the word comes from, we have a fact checker with us today. Folks. Um, Otis, what do you got for us on... Uh... Kosher? Yep, hit us. Yeah. Well, according to the laws of the Torah... Oh, By the laws of the Torah, to be, to be a eaten kosher a kosher species, species must be must slaughtered, be slaughtered by, a, by a... Oh, by. let me see if I can guess. It's by like a... Uh, By a really sharp knife, um, and it has to slice the jugular, and all the blood has to drain out in one fell swoop. The knife has to be sharp; it has to be free of nicks, um, and it can't be uh, like a rusty knife. It has to be a very sharp, clean um, knife. Correct. That is correct. That is correct. Yes, I did actually know this. One hundred points to Alejandro for knowing his uh, Jewish facts. I know a couple things. I, I I I have read. A couple of books.
0: Yeah, no, I, I know you're into theology mm-hmm. uh, to a certain extent. Yeah, I'm so a religious I'm not even person, but dude. I do like
1: to read religious texts. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I don't believe in that. Not kind of surprised
0: stuff. at all. Um, can we? Uh, Otis, thanks for being here, folks. Yeah. Earlier Shout out today, to Otis. Yeah, earlier today I posted a story on Instagram saying if Otis should be our fact checker for every single episode. And he's a factor. The people have spoken, and they are still speaking. And Otis, the King Fact
1: Checker, is back. Otis, King Otis hmm check King him out Oates. on instagram guys he's got a uh, pics by op pics by underscore, underscore op, OP. I n- i'm never gonna you get you keep that messing right. that up i'm getting closer you are i am getting closer yeah i think the first time i said it it was um ansel adams <laughs> at ansel adams photography <laughs> way off uh
0: i think the first time you said it you said uh, photos by otos uh,
1: because that's what i want it to be yeah don't but, follow Photos by Otos yet because that will be a thing. <laughs> you'll get but a random follow. account. We should make that account just so we can have that title mm-hmm. before someone takes it. It should just be pictures of Otis. Since we're doing a couple of shout outs here in the first few minutes, I want to shout out some people who listen to our podcast. There's some yeah. people in Spain uh, and Germany who download this. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast in Spain and Germany and like places outside of America, hit us up on Instagram and shit like that. Yo, We want to know what's going on and how you found us and uh, interact with you guys. uh, Because that's really cool that you're listening overseas. Do
0: you speak English? Are you Americans? Yeah, because I don't know a lick of German. I don't know. I've
1: never licked a German.
0: Yeah, I've never uh, licked a a Spaniard either. Although I I believe Spaniards might have licked my kind. Spain took over the Philippines.
1: I'm allowed to say that Filipino over here. Interesting, another race joke. Um, so let's go, ahead and, facts, let's go ahead and jump into the movie. Let's go and jump into the movie. Yeah. The today movie. Uh, today, today movie.
0: My name Alejandro. Sometimes when I stutter, I speak like I got balloon in my mouth. Um, <laughs> the movie we watched
1: today was the ugly truth <laughs> the ugly. uh oh, you said it without me i was looking at you and you were just like <laughs> doing was, this hand thing and i'm, no. I'm facing you where I else was am i gonna look okay. you want to try this again okay one okay. two three hi everybody the, oh you mean straight from okay, the title sorry. one the, two, two three, three. The, the ugly, ugly truth,
0: truth. 2009 is when it came out.
1: Oh, look at you. You're doing the
0: nitty gritty. Oh, no, no, no. Just kind of like prefacing. Uh, sure. Let's switch it up. Let's I see c- if you can read my handwriting. Oh, man. Chicken, scratch, it's, all over it goes, the place. it goes
1: from the top left to right. Those are all the facts and we can go. Okay. All right, folks. The uh, best part is I've already forgotten the numbers. Oh, oh! So you're
0: gonna be guessing the numbers yeah. today? Yeah, let's play it that way. Okay, folks. So to, uh, today we are going to be talking about the ugly truth, which came out 2009. It is rated R, and its runtime is tw- one hour and 36 minutes, also known as 96 minutes.
1: <laughs> Thank you for the also the aka. <laughs>
0: Dude, sometimes people they kind of need that translation. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, on IMDb, it got a 6.4 out of 10. That's on not bad. the Rotten Tomatoes, it mm-hmm. got a whopping 14 <laughs> percent. And on Metacritic, it got 28%. Now, this is my favorite part yes, it is. of the nitty-gritty. Oh boy. Alejandro, yes. what percentage of Google users liked this film?
1: It's usually in the 80s, um, but I'm going to guess something uh, 87. Ooh, 87 very is close. 87 average. I'm
0: going to give you one more chance. 80,
1: 85? 90%. A solid 90? A 90% of Google users like this film. I didn't I didn't expect that. I didn't think people liked Gerard Butler and I also didn't think people liked his movies.
0: Dude, well no, at this point um 300 had just come out maybe a year or two prior and Catherine
1: oh. Hegel had just started uh knocked just up knocked probably a, a few up. years ago. And <laughs> people didn't find out like uh, apparently rumor mill, I don't know it I've never met the woman that she's a bitch. Oh. That's why she doesn't get work anymore. I've heard that. And um, uh that sucks i've also heard gerard butler is kind of an asshole both Um, of them
0: dude that's heartbreaking and um oh one more before we move mm -hmm. on cinema score gave this an a minus yeah so uh that's pretty cool and let's see oh let's let's jump into the synapses oh okay right at you coming right at you i'm trying to do this like you so
1: You're you're doing a great job
0: oh thanks dude i appreciate that um uh, let's see. I'm trying to read your handwriting, and can you pronounce that first word right there?
1: Af- Afghanistan.
0: That's that fir- That's the first word?
1: No, I'm just kidding. The first word here says, a, a chauvinist morning host.
0: Oh, a chauvinist a chauvinistic stuff. morning show commentator tries to prone the relationship theories.
1: He... Expo- Sorry, brother. Dude, this is. terrible I didn't. didn't so, usually people don't read my stuff. I, Man, this, I'm handing this back to right, you, this, dude. Is how, this is. Let me show you how it's done. Okay. Okay. A chauvinistic morning show commentator tries to prove the relationship theories that he exposes on a segment called "The Ugly Truth." Wow, that you said that so well. Yeah, it's easy peasy. I would never have guessed that you read that from your handwriting. Son of a. Dude, I'm just. Say, I'm just saying, dude. Uh, the budget for this movie was thirty-eight million dollars. Okay. You want to guess how much it made? I would love to. Um, this sh- this movie bombed 20 mil. Wow. No, you're wrong. This Man. movie was a huge success. It made $205 million. <laughs>
0: 205 million bucks?
1: That's right. You don't have to whisper. It's not a secret. It's no. all over the internet. You can look it up. It's pretty common knowledge. Jesus Christ. Uh, the director of this movie is a gentleman named uh, Robert Luketic. Does that sound familiar to you? That sounds very uh, familiar to me. He directed Legally Blonde. He directed 21, which is one of my favorite movies, Monster in Law. He also directed a small film called uh, Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. He directed that too. Correct. Hey, we got a trend going on here. He does have a movie coming out. It was announced, but there is no date soon. It's called The Expendabellas. So is it like The Expendables, but all female cast? Correct. Let's go ahead and jump into this movie. Let's do it. Uh, I do want to say right off the bat when the movie opened, they're doing like a skyline shot of a city. And I was like, is that? This looks familiar. Is that Sacramento? (laughs) Is that the like tiny drawbridge? And it is. Sacramento, the city of Sacramento is heavily featured in this movie. Oh, yeah. It
0: all takes place in Sacramento. A little bit in LA. Just all the it's Bay Area. Sacramento. No,
1: yeah. Sacramento's not the Bay I'm Area. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, because they do talk about San Jose State, I believe, at one point. which is uh, in some Yeah, they-
1: uh, Gerard Butler went to San Jose State. Or, yeah.
0: Right? I think that's what it was in the movie. And so it was pretty cool. And I like the little things they say about Sacramento because... It was can- very complete. They, they yeah. had a
1: very um, full world in this movie. So somebody who, whoever wrote this movie, definitely took the time to... Really flesh it out.
0: Yeah, I like that they actually pointed out that there are weird people in Sacramento because Catherine mm-hmm. Hagel. The whole point of the movie is that Catherine Hagel. She's trying to find a relationship, but she has difficulty because she's a control biatch. And well, most people call them control
1: freaks. Freaks. I I apologize. A uh, control freak. Uh, it's not just that she's a control freak, but she's got a very specific kind. And not only that, she is a modern woman, very independent. Mm-hmm. She has a good job. She's a producer on a on a morning television a news An show and award winning news show. news show in in, in Sacramento. Um, so she's got a lot going on, you know. I think that's just the modern world. What doesn't help her is that throughout the movie, she's saying that she's looking for this perfect man who yeah. likes wine and likes the opera Ugh. and walks on doesn't doesn't like sports and would rather hang out like literally a a non-existent man. Yeah. Um. And then and and so the whole kind of joke of the movie is that like she's going to be looking for this guy, and Gerard Butler is constantly telling her that man doesn't exist. Yeah. All men. Are pigs all men are in, in it in it to win it so to speak. He's so straightforward, which he he doesn't sugarcoat it, and he uh, so you know at first you're like not all men are like that. Like he's just being a dick. He's just an idiot. But like but then when he gets down to the truths and like the real things that like make men tick, he he is pretty right on a bunch of things he has reasons for why oh, he's as, like, you can justify all of them they're pretty extreme his mm-hmm. reasonings his first scene like when we first see him uh on television he's burning books like feminist yeah. books it's uh
0: and the books have titles along the lines of like why women hate when men love what him women hate yeah something exactly. like that where it's like, really confusing
1: i'll tell you why why you don't have a date why you're ugly uh it's because you need to you, yeah he
0: has a uh, he has a, a bunch of callers calling in too, like female callers saying, hey, why do not you burn those books? Those got me through tough times. And he's I, like...
1: Well, not, not only that, I wanted to mention something about the calling. Catherine Heigel calls into the TV show. Yes. She calls in and uh, knows this phone number by heart. And oh, that's not only what it that, seems like. Not only that, is instantly on the air. Nobody talks to her and says, hi, like, what's your, what's your shtick? And she doesn't talk to a producer. She just is instantly put on, put in through the air. There's no That's not how man. it works. Like, That's not how it works when you call somebody. She literally dials the phone number, waits two minutes, and then Gerard Butler picks up the phone. And then she's on TV. That's and, the best service an infomercial, a live infomercial can provide. It doesn't work though. <laughs> no, it way. doesn't.
0: It's highly unrealistic.
1: And then she comes into work the next day to complain about this asshole that she got in a fight with on TV. Mm-hmm. And guess who just got a job at her TV station? Gerard motherfucking Butler, dude. And he comes in cool as fuck. He's so cool. The boss this guy smooth. loves him. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Uh, and at first people are like, why are we hiring this guy? But then as soon as he walks in, everyone's like... This guy's rad. We like him. We he's so straightforward. He's uh upfront and he's smooth. So they so they kind of like throw him into the fire, make him do immediately a, a segment with the two leading anchors. And the two leading anchors They're um, a married couple. They're a married couple whose marriage is on the rocks. Yeah. And uh, and it's it's pretty clear. The guy, the actor. Oh, um I don't know his name, but he appears everywhere. Um, um, if you wouldn't mind looking that up for us, Otis, there's a there's a gentleman in this movie. He plays the news anchor. I don't know what his name is. Do you remember what his name is? Neil? Nicole? N- no clue. I can't even remember. He's a white guy. He's uh, the male news anchor in the in the movie. And he's in a bunch of stuff. He was in Fred Claus. He's in Bring It... Or he's in um, Bring It... Not Bring It On. What's the other cheerleader one? The joke one?
0: Um, No clue. I know he's in Still Waiting. He's he's, uh, the way he's yeah. in
1: a lot of things.
0: You guys will recognize him if you know him. Uh, we'll get his name. Um, but anyway, Gerard Butler uh, appears and has his own segment alongside these uh, two news anchors, and he call immediately. He calls them out, saying that your relationship is rocky. Let me guess, you haven't had sex in
1: what hmm, three months? And, and, and they're like shocked that uh, he brought that up because he's very he doesn't he's not afraid to say anything. The couple he's talking to, the gentleman's name is John Higgins. John Michael John Michael Higgins. Ah, thanks, Otis. Thank you, fact checker. Um, he he's he is also impotent because he feels. Gerard Butler points out that he feels emasculated by the fact that his wife uh, also is an anchor and makes uh-huh. more money than him. Yeah. So thus it's coming out in the bedroom, and yep. he's like, "That's uh, n- uh, nobody's." And. Catherine Heigl is having a conniption in the room, like she's trying like, to make sure that this doesn't commercial. go on live TV. Go to commercial. And the director is like, nope, this is, this is great. Cool. This is why we hired him. This yeah. is exactly what we wanted.
0: And that bit is so funny because eventually the news anchors fall into it and they're like, they just You're start right. like making out and they're just like, yeah, he's like, let me be a man. Let me be a man. And, and then, they she's start, like, then she's like, be a man then. And then they start making out on hard. live TV. Crazy. So
1: the other thing that I wanted to talk about was that is a news show. Yeah. That is the news. That is like... Uh, Could you imagine watching the news and then the two anchors start making out? Would you like... I, I, would shoot through the roof? No, wait. People be like, this isn't news. I guess maybe it would. I hate... I hate... That's one of my pet peeves. What? When the news does fluff pieces or does something stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't watch Good Morning America anymore because every other segment is like, top 10 six things you should buy for summer. The wines that make you skinny. And it's just like, this is the fucking news i like, am uh, cover watching, the things that matter. I'm, I, I'm watching this because I want to know what's going on in the world. I don't, I don't want you over here counting down the Bachelorette. Like next uh, on Good Morning America, the person who got voted off on Survivor. I don't give a shit about the person who Top got voted five off. Put of that on a different that television that show. Exactly. Put that on a different television show. Don't put that shit on the news. Uh-huh. Those people, and I can't imagine the journalists who spent their time and life working to get on a nationally syndicated news show want to talk about this shit. No, not at all. They want to break the news. They want to be Scott Pelley, or, or uh, I don't know why Scott Pelley's the first news anchor who came to my head. That's such a random yeah. person, and now I can't think of any other.
0: A, a, a weird knowledge of because I really anchors. like Scott
1: pelly I think he's a great journalist. <laughs> I think he's underrated and should have spent more time doing World News Tonight. Uh-huh. And here's my shtick about Scott pelly okay. He should oh. do more on Sixty Minutes. 60 minutes is a waste because you only actually get 45 minutes of segment because it's mostly commercials and intro. Uh-huh. So they, they should, should call rename it 45 <laughs> minutes or do a f- another segment. Do yeah. a fifth fucking segment so I can see 60 minutes, minutes of shit. with 15 minutes of commercials. Be honest, guys. Yeah, be straightforward. Let's get back to this movie that also threw me for a yeah, loop. Yeah, you're, you're all riled up about the news, <sighs> I just dude. love Scott Pelley. Scott Pelley over Anderson Cooper all day. Don't at me. So I have a couple. <laughs> um, shut up, Otis. You can fact check that. Uh, I got a couple quotes here. Gerard Butler dropped some pearls. Okay, let's... Yeah, dude, he had some of the best lines When in he was film. burning the books, he's talking to me like, none of this men are from Venus bullshit. Yeah, it's usually men are from Man Mars. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Yeah, if he doesn't even get that right, it's so funny. When, um, John Michael Higgins, when they're first doing that uh, news report, he's like doing his last bit of makeup, and the producers are checking him out, and he's walking away. And like they're like, all right, we're going live in 5, 4, and... Right before he goes live, he turns to one of the producers and he goes, "There's a bird in my dressing room. <laughs> that's that's a, someone get it out." He's like, can, he's like, "Can somebody get that out?" And the and the, the the woman, his wife, is like, "Oh my god, the security is so it's bad, so bad here. around here. A live bird, get a real get the bird, bird out. Oh my god, can somebody get the bird out?" It's yeah. that was one of my favorite jokes because you know that was an improv bit, but I think it's just so funny. To, that's such a big thing. So wait until just before you go back. There's a bird in my dressing room. I wish they actually went (laughs) live with that. I wish. Yeah, I would have liked to see the 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 scene of the producer going in there. Uh, My next one was he calls that uh, anchor on the live news, Frowny McFlacid. Best part, and he was like, McFlacid. Does that mean what I think it means? He's like, Yeah, that means what you think it means. (laughs) Uh, At one point, Kathryn Heigl is making fun of Gerard Butler's. masculine, chauvinistic ways. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what do you want? There's a, uh, what do you want, a a naked weather girl? And she walks away and Gerard Butler's response is, there's a naked weather girl? (laughs) Can we get her on this show?
0: And then immediately afterwards, Katherine Heigl goes to sleep and has this nightmare that That she she is is the
1: naked weather girl. Um. When when she goes on the date, so Katherine Heigl does find the man of her dreams uh, after all. Lives right across from her. Um, what are the odds? Lives across the street from her apartment. Um, they do go on a date, but she but she's going about it wrong. She's trying to be controlling about it, and she knows she's going to scare the guy away. Yeah. Gerard Butler over here. She decides he's going to coach her through yeah. how to win a man's heart. And he's saying some things that she thinks are ridiculous, um, but like the whole phone gag of her hanging up the and him hanging up the phone, yeah. He was, um, so that she, she was like cutting, up, cutting off the phone call and making him call back was a. As soon as a she did that, scene. I was like, "Oh, I'd fucking call it back right away." Mm-hmm. And girls know that I've had ex girlfriends who like hang up on me and then I call right back, and they're like, "Don't call me right back." I'm like, "Well, then you knew that was going to happen." Like yeah. we're in the middle of a conversation, you knew you knew that was going to happen. That's was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she goes on the date and. Um, He walks. They're walking away, and Gerard Butler is like spying on them. And they have a headpiece, so he's talking to Catherine Heigl, Cyrano de Bergerac style, Mm -hmm. uh, which was a great. Just feeding her all the lines. Parallel to this, this movie is such a great modern version of Cyrano de de Bergerac, Bergerac, which was one of my favorite books. Good Uh, book. Um, we'll we'll get back to the correlations of that um, when we get like to the deep dive when we're trying to be smart about it. Um. But uh, so, anyways, he sa- he says that like I love you because you're so complicated. Like I can't I can't figure you out. And Gerard Butler is like, you're, he's an idiot. I figured you out in the first minute I met you. Um, yeah, he knew that she was a control freak. I like the whole. Do you have more lines
0: that you want to spit out? No, go ahead. I like the whole uh, montage of when Gerard Butler finally takes Katherine Heigl out to fix her whole look, brings yes. her out to this like dress store, gets her this new. He does bra. the crazy,
1: stupid love montage yeah, but but with Catherine. He- I do like the the. You don't often see a man take a woman uh, the woman lead and do stuff like this right? it's usually it's, the other it's way a gay around friend or it's another woman mm-hmm. or it's but here's a straight man taking a straight woman out and like no this this is this is gonna be cool and this is gonna work and he's right he's uh-huh. not and he doesn't dress her overly slutty he doesn't like make no, her like a, he knows a, the like right amount he knows doing what the right men things. want essentially and then here's one of my favorite parts about like how good he is of like a people person mm-hmm. at one point he like he's asking her if she knows how to flirt, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, uh, "Oh yeah, just like you." She's like, "Hey Jake, you want to come out?" And then he like grabs, she grabs his butt, and he's yeah. like, "I would never grab a girl's ass." Solid, and scene. I just love that he has a line mm-hmm. like that. Even he wouldn't cry. Like I would never grab a girl's ass when I'm trying to flirt with her. But then two minutes later, right before she's about to answer, he's like, "Wait, one more thing." He smacks her on the ass, and she's like, "Oh, because." She can't do anything right there. She has to go into the door. She he knows that in that moment there's nothing that can happen She can't say anything, but when she you're can't explain it.
0: Like so it's just a fucking love brilliant. Their dynamic. They're flirtatious dynamic because uh he had broken down the barrier of like, okay, um, obviously I'm not bullshitting with you. Let's just get down to the nitty gritty. I gotta help you get this guy. And so he ha- he could be sex kind of sexual with her because he's trying to help her sexuality and make her more attractive.
1: I kind of got right off the bat that he liked her. Oh. Have you, have you ever done that where you're with a girl? That's a classic friend zone technique mm-hmm. that I think guys in high school do where you'll be like, oh, Cindy, you really like Steve? I'll help you win Steve's heart and uh-huh. then like you hang out with Cindy for weeks oh, and you're my. both laughing and smiling because it sounds like you Dude, both have done that. You're on the other side
0: uh, of this whole spectrum. Otis and I being the nice two nice dudes in high school, hey, you know.
1: I'm have done that. I'm a nice guy.
0: Yeah, no, but I think you figured it out. You figured out the the whole the whole oh, thing yeah. with girls yeah, a sure. lot earlier than us. But Otis and I uh, were definitely the two dudes in high school who we were just like we like a girl. And then we we would hang out with the girl Uh and um, we would express, you know, we would just want to be friends with them because we thought being friendly was the way to go. What do you got to say, Otis? I just wanted to pull up a fact check on Alex and he was not one of the nice guys in high school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's baloney. I was a nice guy in high school. Uh,
0: You were a nice guy, but were you one of the nice guys? I don't think so. Like, you take a. Me. Oh, no, 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 no. Sure. I know exactly how to explain this. Such a nice
1: this. guy. Uh, we recently discovered that there's this chart of lawfully good, chaotic good, and... Oh, new- for all of you D&D fans you D&D out D&D there. For all D&D fans out there, shout out uh, to D&D fans. Uh-huh. All um, across the globe. We've never played. If you would like to walk us through the game, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Hit us up if you can walk us through the game. If you're a DM, please uh, invite us over and uh, Slide help us... to our DMs with your DM, and we'll make it work. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we discovered that chaotic, neutral, and good, and stuff like that. I think I'm either... Neutral good or chaotic good? I think a leading, you're leading, chaotic good leading for sure, chaotic, dude. Good.
0: chaotic good. I want to be neutral good, but apparently I'm lawful. Yeah, good. Yeah, you're for sure. You're,
1: Christian's lawful good. No,
0: come on. I break Otis the rules is more, sometimes. Otis is more neutral good. Okay, so we're hitting all because, the top. Because row. I believe,
1: because to me, neutral good is like um, you do the right, you do the good thing. But, but it's not because it's the good thing or because it's the right thing. It's because that's just what, what you do. Yeah. You, on the other hand, the lawful good thing, do the right thing because it's what you do and it's the right thing to do and it makes everybody... It's everybody win, 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 no matter what.
0: Uh, you do have a point
1: there. As but opposed to mine, where, and mine is chaotic. I go, yeah, I might do good for you, but it's not for you. It's fucking for me. Like I'm going to uh, help you fucking out. At now. least you straightforward about oh, it. Oh, yeah, dude. I remember... <laughs> shout out to my buddy, Anthony. Uh-huh. We used to work together at uh, Orange Theory. And then I told him one time straight up, I was like, I only hang out with people that I think I can probably gain something from them. And then we started hanging out. And then a couple months into hanging out, he was like, Hey, man, remember when you said you only hang out with people when you thought you could gain? What do you think you can gain from me? And I told that dumb fuck, Oh, I just like our friendship. <laughs> That's wow. you called him a dumb fuck too? He listens to this podcast all the time, too. I can't wait for him to Dude, hear this uh, shit.
0: for you folks out there, Alejandro does not like the word symbiosis. He much prefers the term manipulation. No, it's the other,
1: no, no, no. It's the other way around. Christian doesn't like it when I use the word manipulate. <laughs> no, of
0: course not. So
1: he's told me to use the word symbiosis instead. Don't flip it. It's not the other way around. It's, it's not that I don't like the word symbiosis, because I have used it and changed my vernacular. Okay. But it, but it's that you don't like the word. And for me, it's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a sugarcoat kind of guy. I'm yeah. a very blunt i don't like to
0: you know it's straightforward yeah and now to, to get to the point now he's real. you're really trying to change your vernacular because we had that discussion mm-hmm. and now he will I, copy I just, and paste <laughs> the word symbiosis <laughs> and manipulation <laughs> and he'll be like how do I, what do you think about this guy i think we should symbiose him we should symbiose with him huh? that's not even how we should you symbiose him so that
1: we can get him to like uh like our page more and shit like that and christian will be like. Um, you're not using it right, man. <laughs> it's, I don't like any of these sentences that you're throwing out. Also, recently find out found out I'm using the hashtag Too wrong. Uh, for such an articulate
0: individual <laughs> and for someone who's who, who likes to dabble in uh, politics, uh, you you do some things that I are very know, questionable. I always
1: know exactly the worst thing to say. Yeah, like yeah. that's because I'm so up to date on like pop culture and politics and things like that. I always know the worst thing to say
0: there's one thing that i do that uh turns heads and no one really reacts to and i think i'm just gonna stop using as a joke but like let's say uh if if there's like something going on Mm -hmm. like at work Mm -hmm. and someone says like oh well not my problem and i'll be like hashtag not my president and they'll turn around they'll be like what (laughs) they don't understand
1: it that's that's kind of funny right Similar to when i would say hashtag me too and people would be like no. Well, that's a bigger that's a bigger issue. Dude. I think I'm saying those same words. Let's get back to this movie. <laughs> Just say me too. I Leave do want the to hashtag say, out. What? It's 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 a hashtag. No. Oh my gosh. Um, I do want to make a couple points here. What's this up? was a good movie that I enjoyed. Ugly truth because this is a podcast about the ugly truth. Yeah. Um, this was a movie that I thought was fun, but kind of missed the mark. When I was reading reviews for this movie. That's what seemed to be the common thread. Yeah. A lot of people said this was a, sem- a so-so script with good actors doing so-so acting. Mm-hmm. And I can't necessarily argue with that. I would have liked to have seen this movie done with Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson.
0: Oh, I would... Mm, Kate Hudson, I would like to change out what because they
1: were both in Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. They've done a... They, they did about three or four rom-coms together. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite team up. Of the Matthew McConaughey rom-coms, because we will get to those eventually, mm-hmm. um... That That's his best team-up. Better than with Sarah Jessica Parker. Better than with Jennifer Aniston. Uh-huh. His best team-up is Kate Hudson.
0: You know, I I was fine with Gerard Butler in this script, but I could have gone without Catherine Hagel. First of all, Katherine Hagel, what do you guys think? She looks
1: kind of weird. I, I'll, well, the I think she's beautiful. girl. I, I think she is a... I think she's... Uh, Otis has given us a thumbs-up with a hard face. No, but it's like a flaccid thumbs-up. Oh, is that a, is that a solid thumbs-up or is that a flaccid thumbs-up? It's like a, she has one of those faces. He's thinking about it. She, I really like. I really like Katherine Heigl. What ruined Katherine Heigl for me was how apparently bad she treats people on the set of movies.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, you know what I've heard that hearsay. about too, mm-hmm. is um fucking Topher Grace on the set of that seventy show. Her, apparently he I was a dick. I heard
1: during that seventy show yeah it, that was true but once he got older that that changed
0: yeah because now he's friends with the cast
1: he, he took yeah, like he used a... to not like to do stuff with the cast and that's for a long time one of the reasons why they couldn't get a reunion so I'm glad
0: and... they turned around because like recently he matured, he matured. yeah he had a uh, he had a they picture were, posted were... with Fez mm-hmm.
1: they were all kids when they did that that makes show. sense dude. Mila
0: Kunis was legitimately 16 years old and she had lied about her age <laughs> just so she could do the show and mm-hmm. she was kissing uh, Michael Kelso
1: all throughout Actually, that show as well, a minor hey, it worked out yeah they did something because they right. got married mm-hmm. um very inspiring. This movie is a lot of fun. They, there's a couple... There's one more point that I want to make. The climax of the movie um, is when Gerard Butler and Katherine Heigl kiss in an elevator. Oh, they finally have this moment where they're in L.A. And, um, and they kind of get to a point where the tension is too much and they finally... Like, they hug and then they break and then they kind of like...
0: Before we hit the climax, I would like to talk about the oh, get quote-unquote unquote, foreplay? foreplay. Yeah, there we go. Um, because... Catherine Heigl goes on this trip with Gerard Butler to uh, this late, late night w- show He's with on Craig the late, late Ferguson. Shows.
1: Do you remember the late, late with Craig Ferguson? No, dude, I was do. much younger. I, well, uh, no, this was 2000. I mean, I whatever. wasn't
0: watching late, late show because I had to go back to uh, sleep early, early.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a good job. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Oh, thank you for the handshake. The uh, late, late show with Craig Ferguson is what he was replaced by or succeeded by uh, James Corden. Ah, Uh, And that show came on after the late night show with David Letterman, Mm -hmm. uh, which was taken over by Stephen Colbert. So now we're in this new age where I don't know why I'm getting so into We have a whole bunch of different uh, talk show hosts. But the late, late show was a really good, funny show. And Craig Ferguson was really funny because he's got this Scottish accent. Um, and I thought it was funny that we hear we have a Scott and Gerard Butler is Scottish and Mm. he's not doing an accent at all. Gerard Uh, Butler is really good at at changing his accent.
0: He was really good. He seems like a solid American man in this one. So he does the late, late show. Um, afterwards they go to like this, uh, this like club type, uh, bar. Yeah. yeah, They're playing some heavy Latin music. It's real sexy and sensual. They order drinks then go dance, and yeah. then leave. Yeah. Did you notice that they order
1: drinks and then leave they almost immediately? They fucking walked
0: out. They didn't pay a check. They made they them didn't
1: make pay- drinks and they walked out and didn't pay a check. So there's only t- two other movies, for sure one other movie um, that did that and it really bugged me. What movie? Um, it was The Spy Who Loves Me, <laughs> the James Bond movie. There's uh-huh. a scene where like Bond goes like, he spends about five minutes explaining how he wants his martini and then the girl next to him spends another five minutes explaining how she wants her drink and then they're both and then immediately after the bartender walks away, they're like, okay, time to leave. Mm-hmm. If they, I was that bartender and dude, I spent all that time listening to how you want to drink and then I turn around and you're fucking gone. Yeah. For any
0: bartenders that watch films like this or see these continuity issues or for any frugal people that love drinks, you're going to notice... They fucking. They ordered drinks
1: and didn't drink them. They left. Yeah, they left the precious drinks there. Or the drink that she had on the table already had like the grossest piece of sad mint and like no ice. And it's like terrible drink. How many shots have they? Like how many times have they redone this shot? Mm -hmm. Uh, But they move on to dancing. So they dance. Yes, let's progress a little. So they dance, and it's a very. Not, a, so the dance doesn't start off very sensual it's just a dance just a salsa dance you know and they get their more faces were and more pretty close enjoy, it started off pretty as it close progresses. no not right off the bat uh, right off the bat they're just kind of having fun dancing but it does get a little grindier it gets as a we little progress. grindier they get a little more closer they get and then Catherine Heigl is like I want to like let's go let's leave and I thought at that moment she was like let's leave because I want to
0: oh I thought I thought that at that moment that that, she was like let's
1: leave because I don't want to for this to it progress was somewhere in moment. the middle, I think. Oh,
0: they both knew what they because, wanted, but because, what they shouldn't. Because have done.
1: Gerard Butler, like they cut to him and he's kind of making this face, this kind of like hmm, hmm face. What does she want? Exactly. So then they go back to the hotel. They're in the elevator. Boom. They have this kiss, and then they separate. She goes to her room. I like how that happened. First room. of all, they the elevator
0: opens. It's her floor. She's about to leave, and they hug it's each his other. Floor. His floor. He's uh, about to
1: leave, and they hug, say goodnight night. They hug they like two away. or three times, and then they hug again and go, like kiss on the. You know, have you ever done? That, those three hugs i've definitely done before like uh-huh. on a, with a girl or you know you like you like uh uh-huh, all right good night you like hug her no no nothing i've never done that and then i've you never do, and really then, gone in for and the are like okay well good night and then you go for another hug and like you both kind of like bump chins and cheeks and, you, and then and then you realize like oh shit that was like that was the that was the sign that was the moment and then you're like uh, <laughs> all right okay a third see hug. you later and then the third hug turns into you know an intense make out yeah. oh my gosh so they make out they break apart she goes to her room he goes to his room In her room is her boyfriend boom surprise no no oh, she's no. in she her goes room there, she goes in oh, that's right oh, blah, blah, blah. She's, in, she's in her room and then she hears, then it, she hears someone knock on the door and, she, and, she's and, like and you think herself it's Gerard up. Butler you yeah. think it's Gerard Butler who's come back because even Gerard like when he gets to his room is like a, oh what should what I do should, what did I do did which I play is fantastic that
0: right? because this entire film 50 minutes in he's this confident uh, this confident guy that could uh, pull any girl yep, do and what it, he
1: wants say what he wants say for how for he feels for the first time now he's, he doesn't know what to do he's all up in his field. so she opens the door and it's her boyfriend and her boyfriend's like I just missed you too much we were gonna have a trip i couldn't get past thing her, essentially her boyfriend was super horny drove from sacramento to la yeah. just so he could bang her yeah she wasn't feeling it so of course she was already starting to fall for gerard butler as this is happening guess who's coming down the hall gerard butler man and he's like no like don't do it you're being stupid He's, he's like just don't, don't be a bitch in the so he goes he knocks on the door shirtless boyfriend opens the door and then she's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. And, and he's he like, uh. he fucks up and he leaves. So now, th- so of course that ruins their relationship. Gerard Butler's hurt. He's very clearly, this is the first time you see him hurt by a woman. And now mm-hmm. you figure out why he's so bad to women. Mm-hmm. Because he's been hurt like this. Yeah. And he doesn't like this feeling. And so he covers it up. Which is why I think a lot of men treat women poorly. I think if you look at how, why men treat women poorly. Because comes back. Yeah. Comes back to, if I uh, get too a, close a girl to who you. Who said no to, to you at yeah. prom. Like fucking grow up, dude. A lot of people say no to you. Like, shut the oh, fuck of up. Of course, of course. Um, it doesn't
0: mean you should treat women like shit.
1: Like, that's that's the worst thing. Like, when I hear, not to get on a side tangent, but when I hear, like, a, a woman that gets murdered or something like that or gets followed oh. in a dark alley and beat because yeah. she said no to the... Because because she didn't let the dude buy her a drink. <laughs> yeah, screw you, I man. always think, like, that dude's, like, such a bitch of a man. Like, such a low level of a man to be like, she said no to me. I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna... Sure. yeah i'm sorry you guys weren't compatible there are seven billion yeah, individuals dude, on, on those, this planet those find aren't, someone those else aren't men. yeah dude
1: so that's the ugly truth uh-huh, um do exactly you have, do you have a best person on set award i'm gonna give it to gerard oh. butler for we- sure I'm, I'm also going to give it to Gerard Butler. He's doing the best acting. Mm-hmm. He spent uh, real time on the Adam Carolla show studying... So that he could study how to how be a man's, man's man. Exactly. In America. Because he's a real methodical actor. He really puts his time That's and effort I into That's why I really this. like him, dude. Yeah. This proves to me um, that even in the smallest roles, he puts the most effort into it. Mm-hmm. I do want to get to something real quick, though. The... Climax of the or the movie was that make-out scene, and then they break up. They do get back. The resolve is they do get back together in a hot air balloon mm-hmm. at a supposed hot air balloon festival in Sacramento. Yeah. Sacramento is one of the few cities in the world that actually have hot air balloons illegalized um, because of fire hazards. So there is no Sacramento Hot Air Balloon Festival. In fact, the next closest hot at air balloon... this ballo- year, was it legal at the time? Or no, had no, it no. been illegalized They've prior. been illegal since the 1800s ah. because of fire because of fire um, fears. Dude, The next closest hot air balloon is in Temecula in California. They hold that every year. That's over 450 miles away. So fuck this stupid-ass geographical movie because they start talking about the Sacramento River. No fuck. Way this shit Do you like this movie or not? <laughs> uh, I do. Did you recognize the hot air balloon uh, driver? The dad from Even Stevens. Another duh. TV show that takes place in Sacramento. Sacramento. Mm hmm.
0: I did exactly. like this movie,
1: guys. You should watch it. It is really funny. It does have some anachronisms. But yeah. um, before we move on, I, I want to talk about one of my favorite scenes. It was okay.
0: uh, Gerard Butler trying to help Catherine uh, Heigl be more sexual. And so he gives oh. her a little gift, and it's uh, those vibrating underwears. Shout out! Vibrating panties. Uh, those vibrating panties. And right before uh, her date with uh, Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. Nice Doctor across mm-hmm. the street, um, she puts them on just to try them on, just to see what sure. all the buzz is about. Ha, <laughs>
1: buzz. Um, you got to let me laugh at your pun, dude. So you you can't just. Immediately laugh at your dude. Let
0: me tell jokes the way I tell jokes. (laughs) Come on, it was pretty funny though. Anyway, (laughs) that scene was really funny. She puts it on. She gets a knock at the door. It's her uh, news news. uh, It's Gerard Butler. Yeah, they have uh, a
1: big dinner. She has a work dinner that she needs to attend,
0: uh, which her boyfriend comes uh, along with, and she's there and. Uh, she drops the remote out of her purse.
1: And a kid picks it up and he thinks it's like a lightsaber like handle. Like a
0: toy. And he's like playing with it and he was like, what are all these buns doing? And so she's so like she's trying to uh, give this spiel about like their game plan as to how to
1: progress the news show.
0: And this kid's playing with it and she's like, well... And, she, and she's, um, she's...
1: Well, you don't have to act it out. We can just say... It's, yeah, I'm not gonna uh, do It's when Harry well. met Sally-esque. Um, it's that idea of, uh, you know, you, you have this crazy good ceviche that's giving you an orgasm mm-hmm. and... Uh, It's just,
0: it's, uh, it's really funny. And she climaxes at the table and, uh, everyone's like, well, at least Uh, she has enthusiasm. Yeah.
1: That, that was really funny. I do like when she's like, she tells Gerard Butler to tell the story Mm -hmm. and Gerard Butler's like, no, no, I like the way you're telling it. Yeah. And she knew that this kid had the remote. Uh, is that the best way? Like, like if you're trying to help a woman who says she doesn't masturbate, is that the gift you get her? Vibrating no, no, panties? No, no, no. Ease her into it, man. <laughs> I don't even think that's easing into it. That seems like a joke of a toy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We can... You think so? Because I know...
0: I think I know someone that actually has them.
1: Yeah, as a joke. I don't think anyone legitimately uses no, those two. No, I
0: know someone that legitimately uses it. Say their it. first and last name. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, every time we uh, want to name drop, I have to bleep it out. I'm just going to do it in the Charlie Brown
1: adult voice. I'll get a trombone just so we can have it authentic. Wow. <laughs> Well, uh, that's not what their voices sound uh, yeah, like. Man, I gotta rewatch Charlie Brown. <laughs> uh, awesome guys! Yeah, I think you should check out this movie. It's on Netflix right now. It's uh, on TV every once in a while. Yeah, actually. it's it's popular enough. Uh, you'll know it. People. Look, would it wasn't know it. rated very high. It is a stupid rom com. Don't expect much out of
0: it. So watch it with a grain of salt and just really just try to be entertained. Yeah, it is fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah, um, we'd like to give a big shout out to Otis. Thanks again. Uh he'll be back for every single episode now. Thank you, Instagram users, for voting and uh
1: Yeah, follow for, us on all our platforms, ICBTB Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. Thank you guys. All right, see ya. It can't be that bad we oh, It can't be that bad We
0: can't be that bad oh, It can't be that bad oh, It can't be that bad. Hey guys, real quick, we'd just like to give a few shout outs to the people that have helped us get to where we are. we want to say thank you. Uh, Thank you to the Boo Bros for the amazing sound production.
1: Yeah, thanks to Greg Reasoner for helping us out with some artwork. Thanks to Faith Cow for helping us out with some additional artwork. Of course, we want to thank, as always, Melissa and Otis because they're awesome photographers and doing things like that. And then Otis also has his new role as fact checker. So thank you so much, Otis. We really appreciate it, it. Uh, And, of course, we'd love to thank you guys. Yeah, we want to thank the baddies out there. Thank you, baddies. You guys are killing it. Keep it up. All right, see you later.